0: The following is a presentation of the
1: Belly Sports Media Network.
0: What is up, everybody, and welcome in to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, here tonight with my co-host, Dustin Smith and we're here to talk about the heartbreaking loss to the Vanderbilt Commodores last night 67 to 65 in Nashville and Dustin the Auburn Tigers are now 18 and 9 on the year and 8 and 6 in the SEC currently sitting at 6th in the SEC standings yes that is right behind the Vanderbilt Commodores man look Dustin you called it on our last episode you said hey Auburn will be in a close basketball game, around seventy to seventy. Pretty much hit the damn nail on the head, man. Uh, it was it was right there, down to the wire. You said under two minutes left, could Auburn find a way to close the game out? And last night we found out that we still can't close, Dustin. Uh, we can't make enough plays at the end of games. Our guards are non-existent. Wendell Green Jr. might have had his worst performance of the year last night, and. uh... With this loss, man, I felt like this was a must-win game. I felt like this is this Vanderbilt game and this coming uh, Ole Miss game were the two that you absolutely had to have to solidify yourself in the NCAA tournament, Dustin. And you drop this one, so now in in your eyes, man, what does Auburn have to do over this stretch, these last four games, man? We know Ole Miss and then the three juggernauts of the SEC, man. What does Auburn have to do, Dustin?
1: Well, the one part about my prediction that I got wrong was I said we were finally going to slay the dragon. Mm. And unfortunately, it's just the same deal, man. And it's the most frustrating part about last night to me was you get the shot. Like KD of all people hits the late shot with about 10 seconds to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to get a stop. And we hang our hat on defense and we give up a weak ass drive right to the bucket. Uh, we got to go three and one, in my opinion. People are saying two and two, you still make it. Yeah, but then if you play in the SEC tournament, and you lose the first game. I don't know, man. That would give you twelve losses. Like I would feel a lot more comfortable going three and one. Obviously, you need to beat all Miss handily. There'd be no reason for you not to. Um, and you're going to have to steal one in Lexington because you're not going to steal one in Tuscaloosa. You're going to have to steal one of those games on the road. Um, either one's going to be really daunting. You see how good Alabama is. You see how difficult they are at home. And like me and you were in our 30s, brother. Yep. And we have never seen in our lifetime Auburn win in Lexington. So, yeah. excuse me for not believing that till I see it. Uh, yeah. This is going to, we should handle Tennessee at home. I think Tennessee is vastly overrated. I felt that way all season. Uh, chickens coming home to roost type thing with them. I think we'll get them at home. But, Man, yeah. One of those two road games, you're going to have to find a way to dig deep and win. And I'm frustrated. I know you're frustrated. I know everybody's frustrated. We had higher expectations for this team. We talk all the time on this podcast. You know, this isn't Jeff Lebo days, Tony Barbie days. We have expectations now. Um, the thing I would say is fighting with each other on Twitter and shit, that ain't going to do anything, man. Like yeah. coming at the players, you know, tagging the players and your shit posting and all that that's not going to do anything. So, we got four games less, uh four games left. Like you know the team's trying, you know it's not a lack of effort. It's just I like, I couldn't believe that kid made that layup, bro. I really couldn't. It's just we're just not getting the bounces. We're not getting, you know, we're not getting the 50-50 calls, the tip balls, the loose balls. All these things are yeah. just we've been fighting this uphill battle it seems all year with these kind of things. Um so just this team and we're a part of it as a fan base too. Um We just, everybody's got to hunker down and you're going to have to find a way to go three and one, in my opinion. And you're not going to get it by, I see people uh, tagging Zeb Jasper and him coming back at him and all that kind of stuff. Look, dude, all that's not going to do anything for us right now. It's just not. We're going to have to find this. I think, I think you blow out on this, and I think you're going to find yourself right back in the same situation next Saturday. You're going to have to figure it out.
0: Absolutely, Dustin. Absolutely, man. And and uh, you were talking about that last that last possession for Vanderbilt with the just heartbreaking layup right there at the end, man. And, uh, I mean, it was just too easy. It was too easy of a game winner, man. Uh, he, he got to the rim way too easy. And I wanted to get your thoughts on Jonai Broom not even being on the floor, man. Are you okay with Cardwell in the in the game at that point? Um, Me personally, I want Joe Nye on the court. Look, I know he had a rough night on defense, all right? But Joe Nye is the guy, man, all right? And I think you have to have Joe Nye in the game at that point. I know some people might say that he, uh, the injury and the ankle and the foot and all that might have played a factor in it. Man, what are your thoughts with Joe Nye not being in there on that last possession for Vanderbilt?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's like an egregious type thing. It's not this. Oh, I don't know what you're thinking. Like it's not that kind of thing. Um yeah. I can see where the, I can see where the line of thinking is, and let's be fair. And like you said, and I was getting cooked on the defensive end. He had a good night offensively. Um, mm-hmm. Both teams were cooking down low, uh, but they were getting theirs. And I don't, especially in the first half, I thought that the majority of the fouls on what what was the kid's name Robinson.
0: Um. um. The, their big man, uh, what is his name? Uh, Liam Robbins. Liam Robbins. Rob, so, yeah. Robinson, like a lot of those were, were uh, fouls
1: early were pretty cheap, but those last two or three, Jani was out of position. Yeah. Um, so and and they were fouls. So, I understand what Bruce is doing. I didn't think it was crazy. I like you know, putting in Zep there. We just didn't execute, man. We just didn't, we didn't execute it. Uh, I see your, I see what you're saying as well, and I, I probably would. Would probably lean your way just because Janai is like he's just our best player and yeah. Is Dylan is Dylan on the floor in that moment a lot? No, and he ha- and he hadn't been playing like you're bringing him out just to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know, but there was multiple guys on that last on that last possession. I feel like made mistakes, so it wasn't it wasn't just Dylan. Uh, oh no. No. I thought I thought Jason was Jalen was kind of lazy getting over. And I didn't I just yeah, they're just really really bad, dude. This is a program that hangs its hat on defense, like I said a minute ago. You you've got to find a way to get that stop and get it into OT. And in college ball, man, like how different would our season look if we had just had two of these close games? Like if we pulled what? out West Virginia and then we pulled
0: out last night, wouldn't it look a whole lot different? Absolutely, but uh, why can't we hit free throws down the stretch, Dustin? Because the front of our jerseys has Auburn.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't know, but as long as I've been living and watching Auburn basketball, kids come and go. Coaches change. Teams change. The one thing that doesn't change, Auburn does not make free throws. <laughs> Five for ten, KD Johnson Mick goes up and misses. And look, I think KD's playing good. And I will yep. say this, there's not going to be a whole lot of things to say positive about last night. Um at this point, I think I want Katie taking our last shots because not that I think not that I think it's like a great option, but dude,
0: everybody else was struggling to hold on to the ball.
1: Do Everyone else like, couldn't
0: even dribble the ball. I don't. I don't think Katie shies away from that moment though. That's you what know? I'm saying. And, like and that, that's what I'm. You know that's that's how I feel. I feel like he's got that dog in him. You know that that sure. uh, there's not a confidence thing. He might be struggling, but he ain't afraid to let it fly.
1: Yeah, that that's what exactly 100 what yeah. I'm saying. And like, is Jalen a better player than KD? Yep. But what did Jalen do last night? Jalen Williams special. I'm cooking. I'm cooking. I'm cooking. Oh, I don't want to cook anymore. Yeah. And then he does. He does let a uh, uh, three fly late, and he missed it. And I can point to three different examples just off the top of my head where Jalen's had has shot a big three under a minute to go in the game and he's missed it. I can think of three just off the top of my head. So he's not going to hit that shot. And and we love Jalen. I yeah. freaking love Jalen. I think that Jalen is the best player on the team. And when he plays to the top of his potential, he's an NBA player. But that's that's gone because he doesn't know that. He just he doesn't seem to understand that. Um he, he just doesn't know how good he is. So yeah, as from this point. Now, Wynn's probably the other guy that I would say doesn't shy away from it, but there's a large enough sample size of Wynn having the ball in late game situations. I mean, like I said, he was <laughs> he couldn't even he, he couldn't even hold on to the ball last night, bro, like on that final possession. It was it yeah. was just KD was the only one that was like, give me the damn ball. But you hit the big shot and then you just kind of get a stop to get the overtime man. And I don't want to hear anything about it being on the road because half of that gym was us. I mean so, so you know what I'm saying? That wasn't some crazy hostile environment. And, yes, the gym is stupid, but that has nothing to do with you losing the game. Uh, yeah, man, just another one that you just let off the hook. And it, uh, a team that you're better than. Like, that's my problem with this. You're better than West Virginia, dude. Like, you're better than these teams. But when it just gets down to crunch time, whether it be offense, defense, free throws, whatever the scenario is, we don't make the play. And the only way, and this is something we've talked about with football, like it's been plaguing football for years in these close games. It gets to the point where it becomes psychological. And you're just, the only way to beat it is to freaking do it. Mm. So until you do it, it is is what it is. And you're going to find yourself next Saturday, you will be in this exact same scenario again. So what are you going to do, man? Are
0: you going to keep being LeBron James or do you want to be Kobe? Hmm. Well, Dustin, man, look, one thing that I did, I don't think it lost us the game, and that is officiating. Everybody wants to point to officials and officiating and blown calls, and look, there was some crazy, the tie-up calls, man, the jump ball calls. I don't know what a jump ball is anymore now, dude. Those were the fastest whistles I've ever seen in my life, but look, it's not why we lost the game, people, okay? Okay. But the disparity between Liam Robbins, man, he shot 20 free throws by himself last night. All right, 17 of 20, man. All right, he had 24 points, Dustin. 17 of them come from the free throw strike. All right. Auburn as a team shot 10 free throws. Went 5 of 10, by the way. Shot 50% from the free throw line. That's absolutely terrible. All right. But, man – one guy shoots 20 free throws, Dustin? One guy, 20 free throws. What in the hell? It, it, it Look, like I said, I'm not blaming officials of why we lost because we had every opportunity to win the game. But some of these foul calls, man, ridiculous. All right. And another thing, too, at the end of the game, bro, all right, Robbins gets the ball, all right? Their guy drives. He throws up a left-handed layup. It hits the glass, never hits the rim, all right? Mm -hmm. So as the shot clock is expiring, Dustin, all right, Robbins rebounds the basketball, brings it down, goes to put it back up. The official calls a foul but then calls shot clock violation, all right? Let's go review it. Let's go review it. (laughs) What are you calling? Are you calling a shot clock violation? Are you calling a foul? What are you calling? You don't know. Like, you don't know. So you're having to go review it? <laughs> We're stopping the flow of the game to go review this because you don't know what you called. All right? You, you, did you call a foul? Did you call a hold? What? what, what? I, I don't know. Or was it a shot clock violation? And then you come back out and say, oh, well, uh, it was a foul before the shot clock violation happened. All right, Vanderbilt, you get two free throws. Man, something is just off. It's off with SEC officiating. And I hate doing the whole official thing and blaming officials and all of that stuff because, like I said, man, Auburn had every opportunity to win the game. Auburn was up five with, like, three minutes, four minutes left, man. It had every opportunity to hit a shot and really put their foot on Vandy's neck. So, man, I just got to ask you, just the whole Liam Robbins thing, 20 free throws by just one man shooting 20 free throws, Dustin? Insane. The tie-ups were
1: absolutely nuts. I mean, it if I've Incredible. got my hands on the ball, if I've got my hands on the ball, damn near tucked under my shoulder, and then you come in and hip-check me and shoulder-budge me out the way like a running back going through the A-gap, yeah, and then get one hand on the ball, that's not a jump ball. And I'm gonna put on the Auburn goggles for a second. Let me dust them off. It's been about a month or two. I'm gonna put them on and, and, and I'm gonna say this. And I and, and before I say this, this is a ridiculous statement. So I, but you know, I'm gonna barn for a second.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm so tired of it, bro. That if it conti- like if we go on the road next week and it happens. I wouldn't mind if Bruce pulled the team off the court. Why are we getting on the bus? What are we showing up for? If one player is going to shoot more free throws than my whole team. And again, Auburn could have won despite all that. But it does get frustrating because I hear people say, well, you know, you got to expect it on the road. It's home cooking. Or are you watching our home games? (laughs) Because I'm not. We don't ever shoot 17 more free throws in another team, whatever yeah. the count was, 25 or whatever it was versus A&M. It's, it's wild, man. It, it really is crazy. Me and you have talked before. Is it because of BP? What is it? It's hard to – I don't know. Like, I, I'm not saying there's some vast Auburn conspiracy in the depths of the SEC, but, like, man, like you said, something's off, and somebody at Auburn's got to figure out what it is because, I mean, we're just – we're on the we're on the wrong end of it mm-hmm. every single time. Like it 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 never goes our way. There's not one time where it goes our way. Yeah. And yeah, dude, I'm I'm beyond I'm beyond frustrated with it because. And you saw Bruce was last night too. I mean, there was one time where maybe it was Wynn, maybe it was KD. It was one of the guards um, makes a bucket, which was rare last night, a, a layup, and just got just got hammered dog, just got yep. molly whopped and they didn't call nothing. And you saw Bruce just lost his mind. And it's like, yeah, absolutely. Because on the other end, it's just, it's just going, it's just going two different ways. I don't have an answer for it. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is. I, I don't know. I don't have any answers for it. Um, I can just speak from the Auburn fan perspective. And I share the same frustrations that everybody else does. Like, what the hell is going on with this, man?
0: What is this? Yeah, it was rough to watch, man. Extremely rough to watch. Uh, another thing that was rough to watch was Wendell Green Jr.'s performance last night, Dustin. Look, I'm not mad about it because, damn, the dude deserves – he deserves to be off every once in a while. Look, right? he has been your – he's been your guy, all right? And he is, he is taking this team, all right, to – he's – let me rephrase that. He's going to take this team to wherever they want to go, all right? He had an off night last night. Stop with the bashing of Wendell Green Jr., okay? Uh, you need to bash the people that aren't stepping up around him, all right? We've said it plenty of times on this show before. Wendell needs help, man, all right? And what I mean by that is help at the guard position. All right. Leor Berman cannot be our highest scoring guard. All right. It can't happen. Zep Jasper, where you at, dog? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Zero. All right. 0 for 1 shooting in 16 minutes. 0 for 1. All right. It was a 3. 0 for 1. All right. 2 rebounds, 1 assist, 0 points from Zep Jasper, Dustin. All right. Trey Donaldson, 10 minutes. 0 for 1. 2 rebounds. Two assists, zero points. KD Johnson, all right, he was nothing until 20 seconds left in the game. He hit a big three, all right? He had three points until that point, all right? He was two of five from the field, one of three from three, one rebound, two assists for six points, okay? He played 24 minutes. Nothing. You're giving me nothing. Leor Berman, I saw somebody say last night, Man, Leor's got to give us more if he's going to play 15 to 16 minutes. Okay. He's got <laughs> to give us more. He's got to give us more. All right. What more do you want Leor Berman to do? Leor Berman, if he gets you eight, that is a recipe to win a basketball game. Good charges he, as well. Yes, man. If Leor Berman is doing what he did last night, yeah, that is a recipe to win a basketball game. I mean, there was one that little back that little back down where he went straight at his defender. I mean, it was a complete mismatch. Turned turned around right in the paint and just put the floater up for a bucket, man. All right, did he have some open shots that he missed? Yeah, they were wide open. Leor should hit those. But let's see here. Hmm. Leor Berman, three of five, two of four from three. All right. Guess who hit the most threes for your team last night, Dustin? Leor Berman. All right. Yeah. He had eight points, man. All right? Like you mentioned, he had two big charges. We got to help Wendell, man. Somebody else has to step up. It it just – it can't be Wendell Green Jr. having to score 20 a night because he's going to have an off night. And people say, oh, we'll keep this same energy when it comes tournament time. First off, you're acting like the tournament's already a sealed – Sealed thing, like we're already in the tournament. We're definitely not. We're fighting for our life. So stop thinking that Auburn's just automatically in the tournament. Second thing is, Win's gonna have an off game if Auburn does make it to the tournament. You know, you you got to play six of them. He's gonna have an off night in one of them if you do go the distance. All right, so who's gonna step up? Who's gonna step up, Dustin? But man. Wynn does have an off night, and I think Vanderbilt did some things to create that off night. I think they pressured him really, really well. I think they, they pressured him at midcourt really well. Uh, they stayed up on our guards, KD, Zip. Uh, they really forced our guards to get rid of the basketball, uh, which is why I think Joe and Jalen both had incredible nights. But, man, uh, just talk a little bit about Wendell and our guards uh, just not stepping up and getting it done for this basketball team last night.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. I thought Wynn's shot selection was very poor. Uh, yeah. He had some shots late. That one where he tried to turn around about mid-range and fade away, whatever he was trying to do. But, oh, yeah, yeah. man, I mean, yeah, like, what are we doing here, dude? Tough. But, you know, it's just like, there's just no help, bro. And it's mm-hmm. like, I mean, we've, we've just said this stuff a hundred times. Um so I don't even know like, – I don't have any new points. I don't have – yeah. I don't have anything. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just until until somebody decides that they're going to be that guy in that moment because, mm. look, yeah, we, like we got out-rebounded. We were undisciplined in our fouling, fouling late in the shot clock. There are things that we did that lead to this. Vanderbilt didn't have a foul called on them eight minutes until into each half. That's wild to me. But at the end of the day, that's the way this stuff is gonna go. You're going to play, especially in conference play, you're going to play eight to ten games a season that are going to be tight, that are going to be close. So you're just you're going to have to win some of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you can you can lose a lot of them. The way the net and the way all that stuff goes up. That's yeah. the reason why we're still in the tournament. Is be, uh, right now, like if, if it happened today, we'd be in there. Um, there's a possibility we can go two and two, and be in the tournament. Uh, yeah. There's a possibility we can go two and two, lose the first game of the SEC ch- uh, tournament, and still make the dance. To me, that's wild. But that's what the rankings say. That's what the nets say. Because all these lo- all these losses are close. But man, you can't have many more of them. And we talked, everyone said it after the Missouri game. You have your best game of the season. So come out Saturday, handle your business, get some momentum, and start stacking. And with about four minutes to go, you're up by five. You have every opportunity to slam the door, and you don't do it. You're a veteran team, and you don't do it. And, yes, Wynn needs help from the guards. You know who else would have helped? It would have helped if Flynn would have gave us 15, 16 last night. That would have helped Flynn. Yeah. And – he is the big three before the half and we needed that. But other than that, what'd you give us? Um, better. veteran, two, a veteran he guy. Gave two,
0: he gave us two points in the second half off the little mid range, uh, jumper late. Uh, yeah, that was it, man.
1: Yeah. A senior. Like, we need more, man. We need more. There's no Yeah, There's the only freshman of playing is Trey and you don't ask whatever you get from Trey is due as a bonus. You don't ask him to do a lot. Yeah. So yeah, dude, I don't, I know they're trying. I know that no one's hurt more than those guys. Like yeah. that was probably that was probably a tough locker room scene last night. I would imagine. Um, but yeah, I mean, shit, dude. You get four more games. Three of them are pretty freaking tough. Uh, what are you about? What are you made of? And these are young kids. You know, they're I got their. I mean, Zeb's probably what twenty four. Uh, but other than that, man, you know, like, this is life. This is life. This is how this goes. Sometimes it doesn't. You're gonna bust your ass a whole lot and not get the results that you want. Yeah. And sometimes it's gonna keep happening, and you're just gonna look around and go, "Man, this isn't fair." Like I'm not. Why am I not catching a break? Why am I not getting ahead? Uh, You could do one of two things. You can fold up and say, "Man, we ain't gonna get it. This ain't our year. This ain't happening for us." Yada yada yada. You can do that, Um, or you can buckle down and decide Auburn doesn't miss NCAA tournaments anymore. Yeah, That's not what we do here. And you can go three and one down this stretch and maybe win a couple, a couple of games in the conference tournament, get a nice seed, and solidify your record. Uh, we said it with eight games to go. I kept saying, okay, well, look, we got plenty of opportunities. <laughs> <You just laughs> you cut them in half now, and you had not really capitalized on any of them. Yeah. You still got some more opportunities. I mean, Blake, and this isn't this isn't sunshine pumping. And I'm not, I don't think this will happen. But let's just say that you win in Tuscaloosa. Because they haven't tipped the ball up yet. I got it as an L just as you do. I think we're going to get both raised just like everybody else. I don't mm-hmm. have any confidence in that game. But the guys in the locker room can't think that way and the ball has not been tipped up. Y'all got to play that game still. And that's a rivalry game. So you better bring the juice. And if yeah. you do win that game, you beat Ole Miss, you beat Bama on the road. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like as far as as far as those guys and what they got to do, you just you just got to dig deep, man. You just got to find something inside of you as a team because it's 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 in the head now. There's no denying it now. This is a mental thing with them now. Now, when the game gets tight, they get tight, and they're gonna have to search soul deep within their souls and get that crap out, bro.
0: You gotta clean yeah. that out. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. I, I look, we can beat, we can beat Tennessee, okay. Yeah, at home, we, we can we can beat Tennessee at home. We can beat Kentucky at Rupp. Yep. We can, man. We can. All right. Do we beat Alabama? Uh, I don't believe so. I think no. they're the best team in the country. I hate saying that, but I really do. I honestly believe Alabama is number one in the country, uh, even though they lost at Tennessee the other night. Look. When I get on Twitter and say, like, hey, we suck, stop sunshine pumping and all this, do we suck? No, we don't suck, okay? But don't sit here and tell me that I'm a spoiled basketball fan because, oh, well, uh, you just don't think that. Look, look, okay? I don't think Auburn, I, I don't want 10 seeds and 11 seeds and having to play in play in games, all right? I want five, four, three, two, all right, one seeds, all right? That's what kind of fan I am. I want Auburn basketball to be elite year in and year out. You can talk all this stuff about how Alabama fans act and how they're spoiled and everything. Well, guess what? All right? They're spoiled for a reason because it's an expectation at their program. All right? Yeah. Alabama football, their fans are spoiled. You want to know why? Because they they set the bar up here, Dustin. All right? <laughs> and anything below that is a failed – It's it's a failed season. Okay? And I'll tell you something. Any program in the country would have loved to play in the Sugar Bowl last year against Kansas State, all right? Last season, right? you lose two games. Any program would have loved to play in the Sugar Bowl. But guess what? They hated it. They couldn't stand it. You want to know why? Because the bar is up here. They didn't make the playoffs. So guess what? Their fans say, hey. This is failed. It's a failed season. It's a wash. And, of course, we're sitting there going, oh, man, they're such crybabies, man. Like, like, why would you act like that? Like, you got to go to the play in the Sugar Bowl, man. We, we would love 10 wins. Yeah, you want to know why we'd love 10 wins? It's because we're not getting it right now. That's why we would love 10 wins. All right? So, our basketball program, we know, hey, we've been the premier team in the league over the past five to six years. So, the bar right. is here. So, watching us sit on the bubble for March Madness. That is not what we want to see. That's not the expectations. So, yeah, call me a spoiled fan. I don't care because this is aggravating, bro. There's no way we should be losing down basketball games to Vanderbilt. We get laughed at. Check social media and what the other side of the state's doing this morning. They're laughing right now because they're saying, hey, look at y'all. Y'all lost to Vanderbilt. We beat Vanderbilt by 60. They beat Vanderbilt by 60. All right it's just it's just a fact yeah. man like like you know that that's why you get called little brother dustin this this right here is why we get called little brother because you want to sit here and you want to sunshine pump and say oh auburn's good Look, bro we don't have the guard play to go deep in the tournament okay we don't we don't vanderbilt showed you that last night all right and i said it when i was live on youtube in the middle of the mississippi state game mississippi state laid out the blueprint even though they didn't win that basketball game, they laid out the blueprint late in the second half on how to beat Auburn. And I think that was the turning point in the season where Auburn kind of started streaking downhill a little bit, and the losses started right after that, started to stack up a little bit, man. It's just frustrating. It's frustrating because you know what this team can be. Should they should they be sitting at 18-9 and nine right now? Hell no. All right? Hell no give me 20 and 7 21 and six like yeah. that's what i think this basketball yeah. team should be all right so it's it's aggravating man it's it's really really aggravating um another thing that's aggravating is jalen williams man all right mm-hmm. played a phenomenal game in the first half last night what do you have 12 points in the first half was on fire i remember tweeting out hey it's the jalen williams game all right, he was 8 of 12 with 17 points and six boards, Dustin. But let me tell you something. He didn't touch the ball in the second half. He didn't take a shot in the second half till about 11 or 12 minutes left in the game. That's piss poor, man. That can't happen, Dustin. It can't happen, bro. He is one of our guys, and he was hot last night. He was unstoppable. The floater was working. The mid-range was going. Everything was working for Jalen. And it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what else to, I don't know what else to do. You yeah, know, we've seen that movie. Yeah, we've seen this movie before. It. It's
1: the same, same thing, man. It's the same thing. I just talked to my dad before we started recording, and he just, he said, what do you think's wrong with Jalen? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just, I, I don't think he knows how good he is. Yeah. And I, Bruce has been, Bruce has been telling us for two years. I think Jalen's the best player on the team. I can run this team through Jalen. Yep. And it's still just it's still just not enough. Yeah, I mean the numbers are great. Eight for twelve, you know. It was there. That was the most frustrating part was like that was there all night. Janai and Jalen was there all night. There was never a reason to go away from it. The way Vanderbilt plays, they're gonna, they're gonna control the pace. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard to get that Vanderbilt team out running, you know, you know how they like to do. And they're a well-coached team because they don't have the athletes that majority of the other teams in the conference do. They have to play that way. They're going to control the pace. But, man, you just – these things are stacking up, bro. <laughs> they're stack. They're stacking up. You look at the USC game, you commit over 20 turnovers. Uh, oh. You just – West Virginia game, you just don't play the first half. I don't even know what you were doing in the first half of that game. Um, yeah, dude, there's, there's several that you can look back at and you just throw your hands up and say, man, if you just win a couple of these, you should have won a couple of these. And Jalen's a big part of that. Like I, like I said earlier, he's had a lot of times. He's had a lot of opportunities to make big shots. And like that three last night, he missed it. And we needed that. Now. Would have been the greatest. Shot in Auburn basketball history. If that off that free throw at the very end when he caught oh, back iron, bro. Yeah. Oh
0: my god, that, dude. That would have been uh that would have matched uh KT Harrell, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they would have been up there. I mean, KT KT's shot was the the laying of the concrete and the establishment of Auburn basketball at that point for sure. But it, Jalen's would have been more wild of a shot, I guess you could say is it would have been more of like, you know, damn, he made that, you know, like, because, because KT, because KT's was believable. Okay. Like when he rose up, you were like, Hey, this got a shot to go in. When Jalen let it go, you were just kind of like, ah, how fast am I going to click off, click off the TV? And then you were just like, he almost made that, uh, <laughs> yeah. so it, it was you know it was a hell of an effort, man. But you know even somehow they review the final seconds and they put Vanderbilt back at the free throw line and everything. I mean it was just yeah, wow. They got to
1: free throw hey, Give <laughs> them some more free throws. They they haven't had enough free throws. Let's yeah. let's put some more time on the clock because we yeah. haven't seen Vandy shooting. We'll see
0: Vanderbilt shoot some more free throws tonight. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, man, crazy about you know the the reviewing and the SEC officials, man. Look, uh, I know we'll talk about the baseball and everything. We'll do a full baseball podcast and everything, recap the Indiana series. But yesterday, bro, talking about replay officials and everything, we're in the first inning, the first inning of the baseball game, all right? Yeah. A clear double play ball, all right, hit to Caden at 2B, right? Caden tags the guy running to second, throws it to first, you know, everybody's, hey, baby, way to get out of it, Gonzo. You know, and everything. We're going crazy, and all of a sudden, they're like, "Hold on, hold on!" Guy down the down the first base line. He comes running in and says, "Hold on!" And we're like, "What?" And he's like, "Hold on, what are we reviewing?"
1: That was Indiana's manager. He was adamant that uh, he was adamant that he was safe at first,
0: dude. <laughs> There's four of you, all right, on the field. And and you were sitting here watching it, all right? You have yeah. – like you were playing inside like there should have been no gathering. There should have been nothing. It should have been bang, <laughs> bang. Like, what are we reviewing, dog? Like, we got to stop this. It's madness. It is insane. I mean, I just – I don't get it, man. But we'll talk more about the baseball and uh, we'll do a full breakdown, full baseball podcast right after. I know we're about to go watch game three. Looking for a sweep, man, the Auburn Baseball Bring Tigers. Out, baby. Yeah, man, break the brooms out. Uh, I was at the first two games. I know we'll talk more about that on the baseball pod. So, uh, Dustin, man, I'll give you your final thoughts, give you the floor. And, uh, and as always, man, it's been a hell of a time breaking it down with you.
1: Yeah, um, a little behind-the-scenes action. This is our sixth attempt to get this podcast off tonight, uh, (laughs) this afternoon. Uh, That's why we're so zoomed up in on my face. So if you see any boogers or anything, I apologize. I can't even – I don't even see myself right now. So I'm interested to see how this comes out. Uh, But appreciate you guys as always. And hopefully by the time we do the baseball one tonight, uh, we'll have these technical issues ironed out. We'll have a little bit of a better deal for you. But, you know, love you guys. Appreciate you for listening.
0: yeah man uh so we've been through it like dustin said right we've we had um we had a tough time getting it going man we tried to record like like five times it was just chopped up Uh, the audio's never been that bad while we've been doing this and uh since we moved over to youtube and everything and and so uh, dustin's right now he's doing it through his cell phone and and so that's why you see his his, uh, his box is kind of cut down just to the phone screen and everything all zoomed in. Uh, but we got it done, man. We got it done. Got 38 quality minutes out of this thing. And, and like you said, man, hopefully tonight after game three of the baseball series, uh, we will do a full breakdown of that, and hopefully we can have everything ironed out and get back on here. That episode will drop tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., Uh, I'm going to set that up to release. This one will drop right now. All right. As soon as we get done, I'm throwing this baby up. You can listen to it tonight uh, in the morning, Monday morning on the way to work and, uh, and follow it up with the baseball podcast on the way home from work or while you were at work. So uh, we're pushing out content. Uh, We're getting everything fired up, rolling for the uptempo podcast, man. We're full steam ahead and it has been a blast. So, with that being said, we're going to get out of here. All right. War Damn Eagle, game three, Indiana at Auburn at Plainsman Park. Uh, can't wait to watch it, Dustin. So uh, we will catch y'all on the next one. We're out. War Damn.